What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the High Wrestling Podcast. We are now on episode 10, which is a shocker because I don't commit to hobbies this long. Um, I mean, no, I take that back. I was a solid tarot reader for a good year and a half, but that just got too complicated and too egotistical for me, so I had to step back. But um, I feel like this is more a peaceful hobby because all I do is just sit here and get high and talk about wrestling. And by the way, I do want to start everything off by saying, I mean, before I get into everything, I want to start off by saying that I am above 21 and I do live in California where weed is legal. So it's probably okay for me to sit here, be high as shit, talk about wrestling, even get high on air. So, I feel like that's okay. I feel like we're good there. Um, but, episode 10, we're going to do things a little differently. This is going to be a new format for the podcast, probably going forward. Um, so, I've come to the conclusion that it is impossible for me to watch Rampage. And I know that's like a dramatic, dramatic statement. But Rampage comes on when I'm working, when I'm at work. And I have the DVR to record it. But by the time I get home from work, it's not the first thing in my mind to be like, oh, let me turn on Rampage. Usually the first thing on my mind is I want to go to bed. Not let me stay up and watch Rampage, right? So... By the time I get through everything, like, catching up on everything, and, like, recording the podcast, there's no point in me watching whatever episode of Rampage that I've missed, right? So, I'm going to start a Rampage watch-along, where I give you my live thoughts, which are probably going to be worse because I'm high, but my live thoughts... On the episode. So you guys know how watch-alongs work. I didn't really need to give that explanation. But going forward. I'm going to start watching the episode of Rampage. That I missed. If I choose to. If I don't choose to remember to watch it after work. Whatever episode of Rampage that I miss. I'm going to start doing a watch-along for on the podcast. On top of the notes that I already have. Because then it will make more sense to get into all of the notes and everything after I've caught up. So, that's how we're going to do it going forward. Um, So, we're going to watch Friday's episode of Rampage before yesterday's episode of Dynamite. Because I did watch that one. It's easier for Dynamite because Dynamite comes on on my weekends from work so I can be home and just watching it and taking notes and getting high watching that and then already be ready for the podcast but then just go into the podcast like fuck it I don't need to watch Rampage no I need to start watching Rampage give them the views that they need whether it's from the DVR or not but um yeah so start off with the Rampage watch along then go into the notes for the week and then call it a day hopefully that will make the podcast like longer give it more sustenance if you will because I feel like if I try to do a dynamite watch along it'll be terrible It'll be too hard, like, not too hard, too long. That'll be too terrible and too long to sit through. So, yeah. Let's just get into this thing. Okay, hopefully the volume is low enough to where I can still hear and to where I don't get copyrighted. But... Intro still going on. This is a very long intro. If you truly think about it, this is a long ass intro. Holy fuck. Um I am literally like dreaming 
of the day that AEW comes to fucking California. Because, like, I literally watch in Envy. Oh, shit, Adam Cole. I don't remember what what mat- what what every match was going into this I've said it before and I'll say it again I would believe that Adam Cole's name is Adam Cole before I believe that his government name is like actually his name cuz I was very shocked to like it's a believable name he looks more like an Adam Cole than he does like an Austin. He has a lot of friends. Yeah, he does. I'm not even gonna lie. Sometimes I'll sit here and I'll do the boom. Like, there was one time... I sat here, I took a bong rip, like, right as he got it to the ring, and did, like, he was waiting for the boom. I took a rip right as he did the boom. I timed it so perfectly. Because you really only need one hand to take a bong rip with, if you, like, if you know how to balance. If you know how to balance your, your knee. Why does Ten walk so aggressively to the ring? Ten of the Dark Order, if you will. He just like, he, he just walks so aggressively to the ring with a purpose. I'm sorry if I go quiet for long periods of time. I'm just, like, trying to listen. But I don't want to get copyrighted, so I don't think I can have the TV too loud and have the noises of AEW. Because I don't have a lawyer. Or the income for a lawyer. You know, so... Yeah. Why are okay, why are we all of a sudden reinterested in the Pam and Tommy scandal? Like I they just TNT just advertised it. Why are we all of a sudden reinterested in their scandal? Like first it's the show on Hulu. Like don't get me wrong, I love Sebastian Stan. No offense to him and all the all of the actors, but why is why why are these why are we all of a sudden why is this all of a sudden making a resurgence you know right in front of my salad too I don't know if anybody remembers that meme I feel like Adam Cole won this match cause wait no 10 won this match because didn't 10 just fight Ricky Starks in the face of the revolution qualifier I also will, like, for time reasons, be fast-forwarding through the commercials, whether it's picture-in-picture picture or not, because each segment can only be a certain amount of time on Anchor. So, I want, you know, when they throw the leg into the ring post, I wonder if that really hurts. I'm just asking for a friend. I wouldn't, like, want to know personally, but, like... When they have them, like, at the ring post and they just, like, swing their leg against the post, just, like, toss it there, does it hurt? Does it really hurt as bad as it, they sell it? Because some shit, they make it look like it hurts, but it doesn't really hurt, but I wouldn't want to get in the ring and find out myself. I'm never going to be that high to where I'd be like, hey... I want to see if this really hurts or if I actually do this. 
you know. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to mention, like, in the note, in, I literally made a note, because it's Adam versus Adam for the title, right, for the AEW world title. Adam has the advantage, but I'm not sure if Adam can hold his own against Adam, considering that Adam is just Adam, you know? Not against the ring stairs. Not against the stairs, bro. Not the fake ass lint, though. Oh my god. Well, this is the episode that was on at 4 o'clock. Because of some basketball, right? Four o'clock my time, my bad. Damn, that was a big boot. A huge boot to the face. 90 seconds? I don't have 90 seconds. Fuck that. Abs I hate when they- oh no, fuck commercials. I don't have 90 seconds. That's the one thing I love about like watching stuff on the DVR though. I can fast forward through commercials. That's like the one godsend to not always watching stuff on time. Okay, they're back. Damn. Oh, look at him go. Oh, shit. 10 is, like, really huge compared to Adam Cole. So I can see how he won. He's, like, really strong. Really buff. He's, like, Michelin Man buff. For some odd reason, Adam Cole reminds me of Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't explain it, but, um... I can't explain it, but he does. Toss people like it's nothing. Like, how strong do you have to be to just flip someone over like a pancake? Damn, like, literally, right as I said that, flipped him 360. Damn. Tumbling. Would have sent him tumbling. He flipped over like a straight pancake. And then he just tossed him like a laundry bag. Like a sack of potatoes. Goddamn. No. No, he can't hit it. He can't hit the Panama Sunrise. Damn. 
god, he is red. He is so red. Oh shit. Oh damn. Damn, just like a rag doll. Wow, just swing him around, why don't you? It's a nut shot. Wait, so... Wait, what? So this wasn't a face of the revolution qualifier? They said that in the beginning, or am I just that fucking high? Already? Damn. Cereal milk is no joke. Cereal milk is no fucking joke. I also got cheesy tears, so sorry about the unintentional ASMR. Oh no. The other match was our face of the Revolution Qualifier match. I'm so fucking. Wow. Dante Martin Powerhouse Hobbs was the face of the Revolution Qualifying match. I am so. That tells you where I'm at. That really tells you where I'm at. Um, I could share my thoughts on stuff, but I don't want to get, like, too ahead of myself and confuse myself, because I don't want to, like, go into a tangent during a commercial, then forget what tangent I was on because I get too caught up in watching the show, which is, the, that's, like, the downside of a live watch, you know? Um, one thing I will say, TNT has a lot of fucking commercials, because what the fuck, man? I feel like I've been fast-forwarding for I don't know how long. Goddamn. Okay, they're back. Shit! That was a lot of fucking commercials. Not my mom being right about Palo Alto. Because all the black people are in East Palo Alto. And they build him from East Palo Alto. We had this conversation last night. Because I love seeing semi-local wrestlers. Or semi-local people. And local people. Like it big. But there's a difference between Palo Alto and East Palo Alto. For sure. I will say they all everybody who has an AEW hoodie makes it look so cool and I kind of want one but it makes no sense to buy one when it's about to be fucking summer you know seems lightweight and that's cool I just I want one but I'm just like I've become such a frugal person I'm like if it's about to be summer what point would there be in purchasing a hoodie if I don't already have a million hoodies already?
I do apologize for the unintentional ASMR if you can hear it, but these cheeses are so fucking good. Um. Damn, he fell off that top. That would have. I honestly feel like Dante Martin like falling from that top rope onto his back. It it might have felt better than a fucking chiropractor. I could be wrong, but just some. Ah. God damn, that's a. What's with these people getting flipped over like pancakes for for real? First of all, not Powerhouse Hobbs just throwing Dante Martin into the ring like that. And also, not him with the Hot Topic rave boots. Okay. Style. Essence. Okay, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. That's a whole rave fit right there. He's ready to party. That's why he's just tossing people around like it's nothing. Ooh. Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee. Imagine that match. Holy shit. D damn, just tossing them like it's nothing. More picture in picture? Okay. I'm gonna fast forward. Oh my god, since there's an HBO Max commercial, I finished Peacemaker. I cannot wait for season fucking two. That role was legit made for John Cena. Like, no joke. I'm so glad that they gave Peacemaker his own show. The storyline was great. The characters were great. That weren't vigilante. Um, the plot was great. I really enjoyed it. It was very funny. And I cannot wait for season two. But I feel like we're not gonna get season two for like till like twenty twenty four. I feel like that's I'm gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to wait. I also finished Book of Boba Fett, which was like I see what everybody was talking about when they said that it was like Mandalorian season three. Take a shot every time I say, like, I'm from California. What do you expect? Um, oh, it's back, though. But, yeah, everybody was saying that it was, like, Mandalorian Season 3, and I can completely understand how people see that. Because it was. It was like, hey, here's what happened to Boba Fett. Then let's get into Mandalorian Season 3. But it makes sense, because it is a spinoff of The Mandalorian. But still. What are they going to do for Season 3 now? since they gave the fans what they wanted. And I don't think Dante M Martin is going to win this match. I don't think so. But that's a lying, high-pitched voice. I really don't think he's going to win this match. Why is everybody putting their knees at risk? Goddamn. That was the whole point of the job, but still. Save your knees. Oh, oh, oh. He might win this.
Oh shit, okay, parkour. Okay, parkour. Damn. Oh, damn. They're still going. I love... These are like... It gets to these points in the matches where I'm like, damn, I love professional wrestling. Like, this is fucking great. When matches go on for- Damn! Damn! I was about to go into a heartfelt speech- and then here comes Powerhouse Hobbs out of nowhere to finish the match. But I was going to say, when matches go on for longer than you expect, those are the moments that make me love professional wrestling. But damn, Powerhouse Hobbs came out of fucking nowhere and was like, let me just body slam you and take and give you this L. Um, okay, so I'm going to... Unfortunately, fast forward through Serena Deeb's open challenge for the sake of time. Because, honestly, I feel like we need more to her character than these open challenges. I feel like we just need more for the women than the open challenges. How about we... How about we build up our women's roster instead of having these strong women with these pointless open challenges? Like, we don't have a whole roster in the back of people who aren't doing anything okay okay main event time I'm actually gonna skip them talking and just go straight to for the sake of time for the sake of time and considering that I have watched everything already except this episode Oh, I didn't know all of that about Jay White and listening to them list his accomplishments. Um, I just I okay. This is the thing. I could get Fight TV. I really could, but Fight TV costs money. There you go. I could make more of an effort to watch. New Japan Pro Wrestling. But money. Like, I literally just mentioned not that long ago how I was, like, super frugal. So, I don't... The Fight TV is... I feel like that's where, that's where you can watch pretty much everything. But Fight TV costs fucking money. I, I'm, like, the type of person I would rather, like, save my money... For something, like, insanely worth it. Like, like for my birthday. I'm going to a couple of concerts. That's something to, like, rather save my money for stuff like that. Go to concerts instead of, like, spending recklessly. Like, the only thing I really splurge on is food. If anything, I 
There they go. They started. Oh, God. Sometimes they make those chops sound painful. I mean, they do sound painful, but, like, sometimes it's just like, ouch. Sometimes it's really like, ouch. Shit. I feel like there's not much you could say as people are like wrestling because for me at least I appreciate wrestling as an art so I can't like Yeah. You know, it really has been a long time since I've been to a fucking wrestling show. Like, the feeling just settled in. I'm sitting here watching Rampage, and I'm just like, damn. Because the last, like, live wrestling event I went to was uh, Hell in a Cell. With the terrible Seth Rollins and Fiend championship match, and everything was fucking red. Like, I swear to God, my vision was fucked up. It's like the last wrestling event I fucking went to. Picture in picture, time to fast forward. For the sake of time. Not fast forwarding because I don't care. I'm fast forwarding for the sake of time because I think you can record under like 60 minutes per segment. And I could squeeze in this episode in under 60 minutes if I just fast forward. But yeah, no, it's been forever since I've been to a fucking live show. And considering that AEW would be the only live show I would consider going to, um, yeah. I did read an article that they were planning on doing, like, live shows in, um, Fuck, what the, what the fuck am I... I was reading an article that they were planning on doing live shows. Oh, shit. On the West Coast. I'm like... Try, two different. I'm trying to, like, find the right moment to press play and continue my tangent. Two things I can't do while I'm stoned as fuck. Anyways. Um... Danhausen. Ooh, I've heard, um, well, 
I hear a lot of things, and I would just like to know the sources, because I hate, like, uh, hearing the he said, she said shit. I hear, I hear a lot of things. But, I've heard that Tony Khan is trying to get shows on the West Coast. Which, please. Uh, the one opportunity I have to see them on the West Coast is Double or Nothing in Vegas. Um, which is, you know, it's Vegas. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I'm just debating because it's like, okay, I want to, I don't know if I want to go to like a, like the TV tapings or the pay-per-view. That's like, that's like the one deciding factor. What would be the best option? Damn. God damn. Damn. So close. They were so close. It's hard to keep a tangent going in the middle of a wrestling match. I'm so sorry. I feel like this was a good idea in theory. And because it's such a terrible idea, I'm going to continue to do it every week. So, I feel like me sitting here watching Rampage and giving you like my live thoughts would make up a lot more time that I can't make up with like my notes and shit. Really, Jay White was brought into AEW by Adam Cole himself, personally? Signed his checks and everything? Damn. Not a piece of trash. Not into the chair. Damn, into the chair. Saw coming. But don't know why I'm surprised. It looked painful though. It's new. Yeah. I can't. I, I feel like Trent might not win this. As much as I want Trent to, Trent to win, I don't think he's got this one.
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nope. Have I spoken too soon? I always tend to speak too soon. Oh, damn. Oh, uh, he was so close, so I may not have spoken too soon. Not the Oshkosh Bagosh mascot at the side of the ring. Leave Orange Cassidy alone. I'm. Oh my god. Oshkosh Bagosh mascot. I'm asleep. I'm going to sleep. These are very sarcastic remarks, but they do make some of this shit look painful. Can somebody, like, get a three count? Holy shit. What the fuck is going on? I told you Trent didn't have this one. What did I tell you? Trent did not have that one in the bag. Okay. Okay. That was a solid episode. Pretty solid episode. Alright, let's get into it. Alright, that was a decent episode of Rampage. Um, sorry for my silence a majority of it. I was, like, legitimately watching it. And also trying to listen, because I was just trying not to get copyrighted by sitting there and watching it and having, like, something JR says get me, like, a strike or something. But I don't think I'm big enough or have a huge enough online presence to where I have to worry about that just yet, so, cool. Right now, I'm smoking on whatever I just rolled. Uh, this is a what a cake and cereal milk mix. Um, but yeah, uh, let's just get into things. Starting with the big elephant in the room, Cody and Brandy leaving AEW was not expecting that, but also based on how their characters or lack thereof were going as of late no sustenance there like there was really nothing there worth really feeling some type of way about I guess for them I mean moving on to greener pastures I guess but yeah all right Lee so that's that on that um didn't really have any thoughts about them leaving per se because I didn't really have any feelings about their characters Felt like their storylines were just boring as is anyway. Um, but, I mean, good for them. If they're finding what works out for them, what makes them happy. Um, I guess, shalom. I don't know. Um, but, I did make a note that I, out of all of the current free agents, I want to see... Samoa Joe go to AEW and feud with Miro because I haven't seen Miro in a while and I feel like him and Samoa Joe could get a solid program going. Also, I did not watch Becky versus Lita like I said I would before the podcast. I said that I would watch Becky versus Lita. 
before this episode, but I didn't. I heard it was good, however, so I don't doubt that. At some point, I will watch it, but right now, no times to do, no, no plans on doing that anytime soon, unfortunately. I just, I can't give, like, when it comes down to it, I can't give any money to a shitty product where I get no benefit from it, so sorry to everybody, but I can't, no. No, absolutely not. But um, I did hear that there's a possibility for Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, and I'm just kind of like, if we're going to get the same matches, or like legends that shouldn't be wrestling, wrestling at the grandest stage of them all, which should be a platform for wrestlers who are up and coming to showcase their stuff instead of the same people we see every year. I mean, that's just me, but you know. Gotta do what you gotta do for buddy, right? I just, I, I have nothing more to say about WWE that I haven't already said in 10 episodes. Um, but yeah, I did want to mention that I updated my top AEW themes so far. I have my top five entrance themes for AEW because a while back I did my top WWE themes but said that I didn't have my top AEW themes, but I officially now have those AEW themes. So coming in at a solid number five, John Moxley. It's a classic. You can't not sing along to Wild Thing whether it's his theme song or not, it's just an iconic song. It brings people together. And he succeeded in that. Alright. Four. Private Party. I only heard like a little bit of it when Isaiah Cassidy or Kennedy. Isaiah Kennedy or Isaiah Cassidy? I don't know which one. I forgot that fast, but. He came out before he fought um, Keith Lee, and I was like, oh, this theme song is kind of a banger. For what? For the little bit I heard alone, for the little bit of their theme song that I heard alone, that's, a, that's it. That's number four. Number three, Orange Cassidy. Because why not? Why not? Why not? Um, two is actually CM Punk. I know with how biased I am towards CM Punk, he would be number one, but alas. Punk is actually number two. In favor of Hook's theme song. I think that Hook has the best entrance theme in all of AEW. It's smooth. It's clean. It's straight to the point, like much like his wrestling style. That's something I can respect. You can't sit up here and tell me Hook does not have a banger of a theme song. And simply because of that, I went to go listen to Blue Chip's 7000 by Action Bronson. Solid album. Solid, solid album. So, one thing I was not expecting these past two weeks is for Punk to want a rematch. Punk, well, maybe, maybe I'm just stupid. I'm not calling, well, I guess I am calling myself stupid. Maybe I'm just stupid, but I'm just not used to Punk asking for a rematch. That, that just, it's mainly... With the character or gimmick that he's trying to portray in AEW right now, I wouldn't have expected him to want a rematch. 
And I'll tell you why. His main thing when he came to AEW was about, like, being the Harley race, putting the people over, like, putting the younger stars over, get, like, making sure, like, you know what I'm trying to say. Elevating the younger stars. And I know it sounds pretty contradictory because I've wanted to see Punk in a long-term feud, and I'm glad that it's with MJF. But for me, I was kind of like... Well, I mean, Punk lost, right? And MJF proved his point. I wouldn't see why he would want to rematch if his whole thing was about elevating the younger talent. But I could also simultaneously see how a long-term feud with MJF would help elevate him. You know? I just genuinely wasn't expecting him to pop up and be like, hey, I want my rematch. Like, I could see, like, with 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 MJF winning the way he did, I could see that he would want a rematch for those reasons. But just with him being the type to wanting to elevate the younger talent, I could, could not see why he would want a rematch, you know? Um... Then I kind of wondered how they were going to set up Jay White and Kenny Omega. Like, how they're going to set that up when he comes back. Or, like, what seeds they're going to plant for that feud if they aren't doing that already. Because I personally don't know too much about the Kenny Omega-Jay White feud prior to AEW. But I'm just, like, thinking, okay, now that they're setting this up with Jay White being in AEW and now that they're planting these seeds... How is it gonna how's it gonna happen? I'm kinda curious to see how it's gonna happen. I think my biggest question there was like not only how are they gonna set it up, but are they gonna set it up before Kenny is clear to wrestle, like how Danhausen is hanging around the best friends, even though he's not clear to wrestle, like are they gonna go at it on the mic and build it up to Kenny's eventual in-ring return, or are they just gonna wait till Kenny is fully cleared to pull the trigger on that? Because I think if they went the former route of building it up. Like, leading up to Kenny, like, finally being cleared. Like, I feel like if they did it the first way, that would be a little bit more dramatic. Because it gives it time to, like, it would kind of be like, for those who don't know the prior feud going into AEW, having them go at it up until Kenny is cleared to wrestle, or, like, his first match after being cleared, you know? I feel like they should... Build it up so we know what the fuck is going on. Establish that feud so those who don't know, know going into that first eventual match. But ultimately, I'm indifferent on Jay White because I don't know anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Although I would like to know... It's expensive to find out because I feel like it. Like you have to go to Fight TV to get the pay-per-views and watch everything. That's why I just follow it on Twitter and keep up with it there. Um. Also, circling back to MJF and Punk, um, that feud from yesterday's Dynamite. Was not fucking expecting that from MJF. And I really don't trust it. At all. I really don't trust it. Like, it's nice to see that side of MJF. It's nice to see that he can be a multifaceted heel like that. He can tug at the heartstrings, but it's also MJF. Do you think he really meant that shit? Do you think he was really heartfelt about that shit? Granted, they're doing it for storyline, but... 
It's MJF. I know they're tugging at the heartstrings to gain some sort of sympathy for MJF, but like, it's MJF. Are we gonna sympathize over a photo? Well, I mean, well, guess we'll have to see at the pay-per-view, but I just, you know, I don't trust that whole pity party sob story promo he threw last Wednesday. I don't trust it at all. Because why? No. Don't turn. No. Don't even. That that was. I'm uncomfortable with how out of character that promo was. Not even going to lie to you. He's plotting something. He's plotting something. Um. Also, really glad to see Keith Lee in AEW. And also, while I'm thinking about it, I think I mentioned it earlier, like in the beginning of the podcast, but if I didn't already, Cesaro leaving WWE really kind of a shock. I almost forgot to mention it because it happened literally before I sat down to record the podcast. Like I'm I'm shocked because it's Cesaro, but I'm also not shocked considering how many people WWE has recently released and who they've been to. So for him to leave, not shocked, but I'm just like, damn. But also there hasn't really been much for Cesaro or Sheamus since they split up the bar, honestly. Also, Punk and Mox being a tag team that one episode that one episode of Dynamite. I was expecting them to fight each other. I wasn't expecting them to be a tag team. I was just grateful to see them in the ring together. Either way, I lost my shit when he picked Mox as his tag team partner. But circling back to Keith Lee, I'm really glad Keith Lee is in AEW because my guess was either him or Karrion Cross for um, the mystery challenger. Yeah, it was on, it was on yeah, either him or Karrion Cross were my top two guesses for the ladder match, and I'm glad I got it right. I I feel like a prophet in AEW. Because <clears throat> I've called a lot of shit. I have called a lot of shit. I called the MJF CM Punk feud. I guessed Keith Lee's debut. I mean, those things were gran- granted, they were obvious things, but seeing them play out when you have correctly predicted those things. Gives you a little ego boost. <clears throat> God damn. God damn, what the fuck? This shit is... God damn. It's the end of it right now. That is the end of that. <clears throat> it's the end of that pre-roll, but that's te- also... <clears throat> that Texas Deathmatch was fucking insane. Like, AEW has ignited my love for Deathmatch Wrestling. I... F- I I just love to see them push each other to the limit and that's like one thing I love about professional wrestling on top of like the passion and the energy it's literally hold on water break It's <clears throat> it's the passion and the energy that makes me love professional wrestling, but it's that same passion and energy that goes into those death matches that also makes me go, "Wow, this is fucking crazy." I guess I don't I don't know. I just love professional wrestling as a whole, but death match wrestling in particular, that's my favorite. I love when they draw blood. I love it so much. Um, 
that rampage after that rampage on the 11th of February was pretty forgettable. But I came up with like this theory that the Young Bucks should side with Jay White just for Jay White to turn on them in the end just out of spite because Adam Cole has Red Dragon and the Young Bucks are kind of like I don't fuck with the Red Dragon right now like pay Jay White under the table just to get fucked over in the end you know but um back to MJF and CM Punk when um when Punk had that whole promo and MJF just walked off instead of responding, that said a lot more than MJF could ever say, and that's what kind of scares me, because he really has something up his sleeve. If he just walked off instead of responding to Punk, and then going on that one fucking pity me promo from last week, like, he's got something up his sleeve. Like, I, I, he either has something up his sleeve or he knows that he cannot really beat Punk like he thinks he can. Like, I feel like both egos are truly being challenged in this moment. But, um... Santana and Ortiz and Hager and Jericho were a 10 out of 10. I love tag team wrestling. Like, out of all professional wrestling to exist, I love tag team wrestling and I love deathmatch wrestling. And I really hope Santana and Ortiz get a shot at the AEW tag titles before the year is over. Because I know that Red Dragon being like, wait a minute. Oh my god, can you imagine if Santana and Ortiz win the tag team, Matt? Um, I think it's like a tag team royale next week. Can you imagine if they win that and it's Red Dragon, Santana and Ortiz, and Jurassic Express for the titles at Revolution? Can you fucking, oh my god, that would be too powerful. I would, I really hope they get a chance to go after the tag titles this year seriously and then i also appreciate that they're doing a tag team tournament like i feel like tournaments only work when tag teams are involved Like, whatever these Royale tournaments they're doing for the tag titles, I really appreciate that they're doing that instead of handing the opportunities out. Because I've noticed that AEW has a lot of strong tag teams, but they're not built up all the same way, if that makes sense. So I'm glad that this tournament is giving... Every tag team the chance to shine. Um, there's really not much else I have to say after yesterday's episode of Dynamite because we already watched rampage together earlier so now um pretty much the main takeaways from dynamite yesterday that i really enjoyed were eddie's promo battle with chris and like and then the whole red dragon adam cole feud which i feel like i've touched on multiple times well the alliance not feud because i feel like honestly i feel like we're they're going with that storyline adam cole is essentially just going to align himself with red dragon in the end because he had his reunion with the young bucks coming into aew now that red dragon is here 
it's kind of like, well, shit. I have to make a choice. And I feel like he's just going to choose Red Dragon and betray the Young Bucks in the end. I do want to see an eventual match with the Young Bucks and Red Dragon down the line, whether it be for the titles or not. I definitely feel like they should have a match down the line. And on my final note, I want to say props to whoever does Jade Cargill's wigs once again. Because they stay intact every fucking episode, and it's fucking crazy to me. I love it. So, yeah. So that's it. That's all I have for you guys this week. Next week, we're going to do the same thing. Watch along of Rampage and my notes on everything else. Uh, Hope you have a good week. Wherever you are, thanks for listening. Um, And, yeah, that's it. Good night, everyone.